some of you re- may remember in elementary school doing mm-hmm. arts and crafts, doing like oh, yeah. you know macaroni art on the plate, gluing Absolutely it on. Absolutely loved it, making pretty pictures. And right, everything. making yeah. making pretty pictures. Well, in Massachusetts, oh, art has turned into a nightmare <laughs> because in a Massachusetts school, I think it's a kindergarten. Okay. For Black History Month, <laughs> they did some plate art. No, they but, didn't. No, they didn't. They did some plate art, but it ended up with the kids just doing blackface. The teacher oh. had them do plate oh. art and then take photos of them holding the plate, which was blackface, up to the kid's face. Naturally, this caused outrage. In the, the year of our Lord 2022, how how could she have thought? Like, she, she couldn't have thought this through a little bit harder. I don't know. Like, she, she couldn't have saw what they were doing and be like, ah, Maybe we should pump the brakes a little bit. Yeah, you didn't think for one second that having kids make plate art of black faces and hold it up to their face was a bad idea, maybe? Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe that's not the smartest move. Maybe also, that's just a little racist. Also, how how does that celebrate Black History Month? <laughs> like, in what, what is it celebrating? Like, what accomplishment of a, of a black leader is that celebrating? Or, like, you, progress you that has been made? You could have just done, like, a MLK lesson. That's what I was about done to do. Yeah, you the usual. Could have just done a presentation on the civil rights movement, taught them about slavery, if that's allowed still in your state. You, de- <laughs> you definitely did not need to just do blackface. Yeah. So, wow. You know, and I, I wouldn't be surprised and if a couple, if in a couple of months this pops up on, like, Steven Crowder, he starts taking <laughs> notes, getting ideas. You know, all the right-wing commentators are going to be like, this is a hero of the working class. I mean, I mean after the KKK video, I, I expect nothing less from him. Yeah, and apparently um, after that, the Massachusetts school had to be closed down because there were so many protests happening outside. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. like, yeah. You can't do that. Like, that's just, that is, oh but my this goodness. But this is cancel culture at work, you know? Yeah, this is This is cancel culture. That's what that was. This is going to inspire conservatives to say, maybe teachers should be protected in their workplace. Maybe you they do need to have rights. Ban critical race theory. Encourage a blackface. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. okay. That, that's, it's starting to make sense now. I'm starting to get it. We're literally just, just reverting how, back to Jim Crow. How can you think that was a good idea? I, yeah. Uh, Psychotic. You're a teacher, bro. You went to school. You had to go to school. Absolute fumble. Absolute God. fumble. Welcome back to Head in the Office, everybody. I no hope you had is. a good Valentine's Day. Hope exactly. If you, had a, if you had someone that you celebrated Valentine's Day with, I hope it was nice. If you didn't have anyone to celebrate it with... I hope you weren't too sad. You have us. You can yeah, celebrate exactly. it with us. We love exactly. you. Exactly. Next year, you can listen to this episode back on Valentine's Day. Exactly. We love you, and we hope uh, we hope the Valentine's Day holiday wasn't too bad. Exactly. You know? And it is just a ploy to, you know, get the corporations take your money. Anyways. Yeah, you know, Hallmark cards and shit. Uh, today, we got an absolutely loaded episode. We got to really give you do. a small update on the Freedom Con. Because you know our coverage has been immaculate, of course, of the Freedom Convoy. Some geopolitics, geopolitics scholars. Uh, we got to talk about one of our favorite billionaires, Elon Musk. He's been in the news. Uh, we got to talk about the Wild Wild West or the Neo Lib West. Oh, the Neo Wild West. There you go. Good one. There you Good go. One. Uh, and then we're gonna end on talking about paying to be in jail. Exactly. You may be surprised. Yeah, it's not clickbait. Quite literally not clickbait. Yeah, but if you want to support the show, check out the Patreon. Check out the social medias. Become a patron. You know what to do. Consider it. You get early access to all episodes. They come out three days before. Ooh. You can check out the Patreon. Ooh. You might enjoy it. You might like what you find. I um, imagine. And also, if you want to support the show, check us out on Apple. 
Hit the five star review. Hit a five star review on you Apple. You can five star review on Spotify too. Yeah, you can That's do a both. Great feature. That's a new feature. It helps us boost. It helps boost the content. And uh, if you leave a five star review on Apple. We'll read it on the pod, and that's what we're going to do and right now. And it makes me happy exactly. in the middle of the week when I'm feeling downtrodden. A little you know? bit of uh, dopamine boost, a little bit of serotonin exactly. in me. Exactly. Sometimes I need that. I need that to get through so I can make it to the next Sunday and record the next uh-huh. pod for you. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, we got two reviews today. The first one is Best Takes with Great Humor from Sean no, Olia. No, they Sean. say, I have recently struggled to find a progressive talk show that isn't just a sea of information to prove a conservative take wrong. Head in the Office provides a familiar feeling of two buddies hanging out Discussing the occasional geopolitics. Big recommend. Wow. We are scholars on geopolitics, if we, as we have you said know how before. It is. PhD candidates for geopolitics over here, you know? Big international relations guys. That's right. We big, know everything there is to know. Big IR major over here. Two white dudes <laughs> talking about geopolitics. Doesn't matter where it is. We got it. Exactly. We got the coverage. Exactly. Second one is calling all capitalists Ooh, with like the CAP. Cap. Emphasis. Yeah. Uh, from that clarinet, that clarinet guy, they say, consumer warning, oh. the following podcast may incite fears reminiscent of a red scare you didn't live through, nor do you likely understand. <laughs> Given the purposeful complexities of our political system, you too may likely have a fear of the taboos old suits have shoveled at you. Listen in as we discuss those preconceived boundaries and wonder if our hosts will ever pull an Elizabeth Warren and discuss the detailed logistics of a workable plan. <laughs> No cap, though. I love you guys. Best part of my week. Nah, I'm going to pull an Elizabeth Warren. Guys, I am actually <laughs> oh, no. 1% Native American. I'm going to pull a Native... Or, uh, no, I'm going to pull an Elizabeth Warren and just lose an election real quick. <laughs> I'm going to pull an Elizabeth Warren and be a spoiler in an election real exactly, quick. Exactly, exactly. Anyway, thank you both for the reviews. We really appreciate it. It helps out the exactly. show. And uh, I'm just going to reiterate, if y'all want to help out the show, easy way to do it, free way to do it. Apple Podcasts. You don't even have to listen on Apple. Just check it out. Go do it. If you have an iPhone, you're able to do it. You know the drill. And hit the socials, the Twitter, the Instagram, the TikTok. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we got to start off with a Freedom Convoy update. And this one's pretty small. Nothing's really changed except uh, the state is literally 1984. Yeah, except the new police state just dropped. (laughs) New police state just dropped, kind of. So throughout our coverage of the Freedom Convoy, you know that the truckers have been popping off. Oh, yes, they have. Serendipitously popping off. The ones that are actually truckers, mind you. Yeah. Not just the people that showed up. Cosplayers, yeah. yeah. But they may not be popping off for too much longer. Oh, no. Because rather than sending in Canada's military or police to, like, disperse protesters, which Mm -hmm. apparently I learned in Canada is kind of a difficult thing to do because then the Canadian government doesn't have that much power to, like, send police forces in. Yeah, like the provincial police and shit. Yeah, it's like like, uh, the territories have to decide to do it themselves. federalist type shit going on. Um, it's like states' rights type shit, which is like, <laughs> yeah. you know, what are you going to expect out of Canada? It's, okay. it's Canada. Yeah. Um, but Trudeau and his government have invoked the Emergencies Act for the first time okay. ever. And the Canadian Emergencies Act is basically, I don't know when it was passed, but this is the first time it's ever been invoked. And it basically allows the state to suspend all civil rights to maintain what? order. Wow. What? Um, <laughs> that's that's quite the bill right there. Oh, so my. The Emergencies Act can, quote, strengthen police powers to impose fines and imprison people, compel tow truck companies to help clear blockades, allow banks to freeze the personal and corporate accounts of individual protesters without a court order, and subject crowdfunding companies to anti-money laundering and terrorist financing rules. Terrorist financing rules? <laughs> yeah. 
that's wow mitch mcconnell got hard reading that one yeah and i want to i want to like zoom in specifically on the freezing of personal and corporate accounts yeah because like although we we clearly disagree with the trucker protest yeah like obviously obviously it's like it's obviously they are literally idiots in no way representative of the working class or of just their own industry yeah no it can't possibly be a working class movement considering that it is anti a public health order that is by nature of being a public health order pro working class to protect the working exactly so um but i want to i want to point this out specifically because although again we disagree with the trucker protest it's kind of fucking psychotic no yeah it's kind of fucking psychotic because they literally did go in and i think they freeze froze the bank accounts of like yeah a bunch of fucking people trudeau specifically he said we today or we are today serving a notice if your truck is being used in these illegal blockades your corporate accounts will be frozen the insurance on your vehicle will be suspended so like, like indefinitely i don't know like i mean it's unclear like this <laughs> this law is like, very very powerful that's a lot dog yeah yeah and if you again if you've been listening over the past few weeks you know that we oppose this but as if you are a leftist or anyone on the left this kind of law mm-hmm. this kind of ability that the government has should be ringing alarm bells in your head it should be very concerning because if they're going to do this to a right-wing protest imagine what they'll do to a protest that is actually anti-capital and actual true left-wing protest right and like of course again trucker protests really stupid they don't understand like it's all based on the false pretense that Uh vaccines don't uh work which is just funded by billionaires misinformation yeah they just want political clout but i would rather the state have to like invoke the police or the military uh in order to like stop protests to, to mm-hmm. quell dissent rather than them being able to just unilaterally freeze your bank account without any due process. No, literally, literally like that is, <laughs> that's like a lot, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, Cause imagine, imagine like there's a, there's a large scale general worker strike in Canada for better wages, working conditions, whatever. Uh-huh. The point of that strike would be to halt the economy. Mm. Like, and we, in that instance, or like if it happened in America, would be the economic terrorists. Yeah. And then yeah. we could just have, you know, our strike our fund cut off, our wages cut off. Bank accounts frozen, bank all accounts the frozen. GoFundMes directed somewhere else, yeah. literally any financial help coming through just kicked out. Yeah. So, like, instead of instead of us being able to, like, strike and then physically see that the police are trying to stop us, mm-hmm. we would strike and then not be able to eat the next day. Yeah, because, like, I mean, I get, like... On first hearing that, you would think, well, what the fuck? Having police show up, that's kind of, like, worse. And it's, like, that's almost the point. Optically, it is worse. Right. While materially, not necessarily being as worse. Yeah. You know what I mean? The point is you want it to be optically a little bit more worse so that more people can realize that this shit is fucked because what the state is doing in canada is very covert and that's the most dangerous part about all this is because it's gonna it's just gonna fly under the rug and people are gonna forget about it soon yeah and that's why the patriot act was so scary in the united states uh when it passed after 9 11 is because the state wasn't forced to act in explicit ways Mm -hmm. it could act in ways that were very subtle that you didn't really understand and wouldn't you know the u.s government was spying on people yeah um, and kind of the same thing uh, in Canada now is that it's like instead of having to physically remove people and people being able to see that people being able to see what is happening to them explicitly, they now just can't afford gas or can't afford to eat the next day. For sure. And which, I mean, which is like it's it's an effective way to get people out of there. But I think it's kind of scary. It should go without saying, though, that both of those both of those things are bad. Oh, yeah. Like, but it, obviously bad. But if you're you're talking about like movements in the context of like the modern day and 
how to get people like on your side necessarily. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because it is that that is going to rile people up more than covertly going and seizing bank accounts. It's modern day siege tactics. Right. Right. Yeah. No, no. They're they're both really bad. Right? Yeah. I don't, yeah. It should I don't go want, without saying. I don't want anyone to, be, to be brutalized by the military. No. I don't want anyone to have their access to food cut off. But my point is that the state is going to intervene in some way. Yeah. That is their role. If you are interrupting the economy, they're going to do everything they can to like glue it back together. Mm -hmm. So if you had to choose one form of intervention over the other, I'd much rather it be very explicit rather than you know, not being able to eat the next day. For that sure. Is, that is pretty spooky. That's pretty spooky. It's very spooky. And I would say, I would say not a very good thing. And by the way, if, uh, if these protests are as unpopular as Trudeau and his government say that they are, then people aren't really going to care if he kicks them out with the military or police. Mm -hmm. Like people aren't going to get them. Like if it's truly an unpopular protest, as he says it is, then it shouldn't be a problem to kick them out with the military. Yeah. Not that military action in this instance is good or really ever good to use against your facts. own citizens. But again, if it has popular support, then he shouldn't be worried and he shouldn't have to use covert tactics. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. Exactly. I'm just saying it's a bit exactly. much. Exactly. And it's like just to make it even more clear, would you rather would you rather something happen like what happened in was it Portland, where cops were showing up in no uniforms, unmarked cars, and just black bagging people? Right. Or would you rather them show up and just put down like a police line? Right. And have have their badge numbers out and you'd be able to know who they are exactly like, that's the difference i saw another thing the ottawa cops also i think took their names and badge numbers off of their uniforms yeah like that that's very fucked up because yeah. they did show up eventually and it's like if there ever was a general strike that would be much more damaging to the economy uh -huh. purposefully like that's the uh -huh. reason that we would be doing it uh, a general strike would be much more damaging to the economy and they would react the state would have to react in a much harsher more physical way mm -hmm. in order to get that to stop or they could just, you know, cut off your bank account, Sweep it call you an economic terrorist yeah. and say like, well, you don't have you don't have any due process anymore. You have access to nothing that you own. Mm -hmm. Like that seems a little sus to me. A little, little fucked up. A little yeah, fucked up. You should not be a proponent of that. And I must say, since I've seen conservatives throughout the past few weeks get very emboldened by this kind of state action against them. Oh, yeah. Saying like, well, this is like proof our movement is working. It's a working class movement. It isn't. <laughs> no, it's definitely it, it's not. It's really not. Like you are protesting against, again, public health measures. A working class protest or movement would be for economic democracy. Yeah. And like ensuring that everyone has access to the resources that they need to survive and can be dignified in their work. You are protesting against a vaccine that you don't understand. Mm -hmm. Like it's not the same. And like the the police have shown up in Ottawa. The pro Ottawa provincial police have shown up and like they're putting up like yeah. lines and shit like we're in riot gear and everything. And they really are speaking out about it in a way that's kind of like. Mm, this isn't nearly as bad as it was in America. Yeah. Was it two summers ago for Black Lives Matter? Mm -hmm. And you absolutely shit on that, saying those protesters were burning down cities. <laughs> right. You justified the murder of every black and brown person you could find by digging up literally any bad a thing they may ticket. have done in their past. Literally like a fucking parking ticket uh -huh. to say that it's okay that they got murdered by the state. Yeah. It's just a little bit of hypocrisy for you today, you know? Right. Like it's it's not even close to the same thing. Black Lives Matter with millions of protests or thousands of protests, millions of people around the world, not yeah. just in America. Yeah. And then one little trucker convoy in Canada mm -hmm. with like less than 10,000. Because they don't want to get vaccinated. Right. Because they don't want to get vaccinated, even though 90% of their workforce already has. Uh -huh. And they're just mad that they have to do it too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Literally. Like literally, you know, they're mad at restrictions that are over time going away that they, that are already lightly enforced. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Everything is fucking going away. Everybody's pretty much forgotten about COVID right now. Yeah. Like low key. 
I, I've not heard anybody talk about it. I haven't really seen any new news about COVID, anything. No. Restrictions are being lifted literally everywhere. Mask mandates are starting to go away everywhere. And you want to know the kicker? What's the <laughs> you kicker? know what I heard? What'd you hear? I heard that the law that they're protesting isn't actually being imposed by Canada. It is a law that the U.S. has when it comes to truckers coming into our country that you have to be vaccinated <laughs> yeah, no, if you're going to cross the state line or the country It's literally lines. just the border. Yes. Like, you just have yeah. to be vaccinated crossing the border. And apparently it's a U.S. rule. <laughs> so they're protesting the Canadian government for a rule that the U.S. is imposing. And U.S. I mean, like citizens, citizens in the U.S. that are supporting that are also opposing Canada's rule. Like it doesn't make sense. None of know, it lights up. Modern day conservatives aren't the most intellectual of people, uh-uh. so I I don't put it past them. Yeah, and I they, like they they're doing these protests saying like we need more capitalism. Like <laughs> <laughs> I've seen I've so seen close. videos of people like going to the thing talking about like yeah the working class really needs to band together. You're like, talking about in the Twitter space. I think so. Yeah, like the work of the workers of the world really need to unite, and yeah. they're like yeah unite for more capitalism <laughs> yeah exactly Woo. like i they're uh they were doing this twitter space at one point the freedom convoy people like the organizers of it and some like random like you know lefty yeah. came in undercover <laughs> and was like yeah the working class really needs to band together and uh make it so we can have more agency in the workplace control over our labor and you know reap uh-huh. the benefits they're like yeah that's why we need to stop communism <laughs> People They're so just, close. People don't have – they just don't have a clue. It's literally Red Scare propaganda. It's so sad, actually. There's no critical thinking left God. in their brain at all. Not even – not a modicum of critical thinking. And, you know, while we're on the topic of critical thinking and huge intellectual giants. Elon Musk. We get to move on to our next big to- – our big topic for the episode. Yeah, this is, this is the big topic for the episode. So Elon Musk, he's been in the news recently. Oh, yeah. And let me tell you. Sometimes they say any PR is good PR. Not in this instance. No. no not no, good no, PR no. at all. So aside from, you know, tweeting memes that Justin Trudeau is Hitler, because he did do that. <laughs> <laughs> I know we just talked about what? our man Trudeau saying he's bad, but he's definitely not Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. Aside from that, Matt, uh, Musk has had to deal with recalls at Tesla. He's had to okay. deal with allegations of racism in the workplace. Oh, yeah. And allegations of animal abuse. And he's torturing monkeys. And he's torturing monkeys. <laughs> So I first let's talk about the callbacks a little bit. So and this is kind of a smaller piece of the story, but I okay. think it's still interesting to talk about because of how how much just Tesla is lauded for being so so innovative and yeah, being these smart. amazing fucking cars yeah. that at are the, just at so the perfect of the electric vehicle frontier. Yeah. yeah. So Reuters reports that Tesla is recalling five hundred and seventy eight thousand six hundred and seven vehicles in the United States because pedestrians may not be able to hear the required warning sound of an approaching car due to a due to loud music or other sounds played by its boombox feature on Tesla electric vehicles. So if you don't know, electric vehicles, because they're quieter than regular, like, gas cars, are required to have a minimum level of, like, noise emissions so Mm -hmm. that people can hear when cars are coming. And almost, or more than half a million vehicles are being recalled because they weren't doing that. (laughs) With, like, half a million. Like, Tesla's not that big of a car company at the moment. Yeah, no. Compared to, like, GM, Ford, uh, Chrysler, all the other big ones. Half a million vehicles because pedestrians couldn't hear the the sounds. That's a significant amount of cars coming through. Yeah, and apparently Tesla has had to issue 10 recalls for their products over the last four months. And four of them were in the last few weeks. Jesus fucking Christ. What? But yeah, billionaires are so smart and they're so wealthy because they're so smart. Yeah, they're so smart. Guys, Tesla stock has been ballooning because the company is just so good and they're so fucking good at making cars. You know what I mean? Yeah, and also another recall problem that they had is just a few days ago, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration had to investigate over 400,000 of their vehicles for unexpected brake activation while on the highway. 
So they would test the vehicles would be going highway speeds with their like autopilot feature yeah. and just break the fucking Cortana inside of each Tesla. I'm going to brake check the people behind me right now. Just yeah. Bah! Cars would just randomly break while going like, you know, 70, 75 miles an hour. Just stop. <laughs> you're, just, you're just fucking, you're just chilling in your autopilot car. No, thinking, no, This no. is the coolest fucking thing in the world. And then all of a sudden. <laughs> and then you're just dead. Like, <laughs> What the fuck? Like Elon Musk is praised so much. For his electric vehicles and like his innovation, even though it's, yeah. he's not doing any of the work to create these things, he's praised for it so much, and then they just don't work. <laughs> like none of them work. Um, and apparently, another quote from Reuters: They said, "Quote owners say they have raised concerns with Tesla, but they've been dismissed. The complaints have been dismissed, saying that the braking is normal. But some have called it. It's been actually it's so bad that is has earned the name Phantom Braking. <laughs> so if you're considering buying a Tesla," Don't. Yeah, don't. Probably don't. don't. Yeah. I um, promise you the stock is not high because they make good cars, which is evident now. It's all speculation. Yeah, and I was I was going to get to this towards the end, okay. but I feel I can, I can note it here. It's really interesting how many mistakes, like quite literally, if you consider each car a mistake, millions of mistakes <laughs> yeah. billionaires can make and then pay no consequence. But if a poor person gets in a car accident, they're just fucked forever. Like or, they can't afford hospital bills. They can't afford to repair their car. Yeah. They can't afford the ticket that they'll get from the police. Like nothing. Or even like foreshadowing even further in the episode to the end, if a regular person just makes a mistake and say, maybe goes to jail in Florida, <laughs> they're going to have to pay to go to jail. Yeah. But Elon Musk just gets away with it, no problem. Exactly. Just a recall of millions of cars that people now own because like, they're breaking down. It's no better than GM. No. It's no better than GM. The cars may be cleaner. They may reduce your own individual carbon footprint. Yeah. But as a fucking capitalist, he is no better than the people at GM, at Ford, anywhere else. And he's also marketing these as like luxury vehicles that are super nice and can uh-huh. meet all of your needs because he sells them for like hundreds of thousands of dollars and then yeah. they just don't work. And it's like, <laughs> just remember, remember the Cybertruck demo? Yeah. Where he just fucking, he said, yeah, guys, the windows won't break and just breaks the window right there <laughs> and then he said there's also no crumple zones <laughs> which means you would, yeah that's um, yeah yeah which means you would literally die <laughs> because you have to have crumple zones in order to survive a car crash crumple zones like i mean just in case any of you don't know crumple zones in your car they're places where your car will literally like crumble like a yep. fucking coke can in order to dissipate the energy of the crash so that you don't just I don't know, go flying through your fucking window yeah. or hit the airbag way too hard or go back too hard. They are very important safety features. Yeah, it, it absorbs some of the crash. And if you don't have those, you're probably just going to die. Yeah. Fact. yeah. Especially if your uh, Tesla vehicle just breaks randomly on the highway and you get rear-ended by uh-huh. a semi-truck. Uh-huh. You know, that could that could happen. God. You never know. Anyway, um, moving on to another issue Elon Musk is having. Okay. A bit more substantive, this one. Uh, he's got an issue of racism in the workplace. Wow. And this one's a doozy, people. Okay. So the state of California is suing Texas over allegations of racism and harassment of black employees in their Fremont factory in California. The lawsuit alleges that black employees were quite literally segregated. Quite literally, like segregation oh in this okay. factory. So a quote from NPR says, the lawsuit describes multiple instances of racist language and drawings towards black employees. Drawings? We'll get there. Just hang on. <laughs> Penalizing black employees more harshly than white employees and denying black employees career advancement opportunities and equal pay for work similar to that of other employees. And Tesla's, of course, denying everything. Wow. I who's really surprised about this from uh, a company whose owner goes and retweets the Babylon Bee every day on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> but it's like, um, like, okay, let's just, we'll just get into it. We'll just get okay. into it. So okay. I, I want to issue a little warning. It's going to get graphic. 
God damn. It's going to get graphic. Uh, so the drawings part. The lawsuit says that Tesla allegedly is slow to clean up racist graffiti, including swastikas, KKK symbols, and the N-word and other hate symbols that were drawn in common areas and on machine fact or factory machines. Like, imagine working at Tesla, being, you know, an average employee, a black worker at Tesla, and you just got to walk in and see, like, the N-word on the Just racial wall. trauma. Uh-huh. Just genocidal uh-huh. trauma. <laughs> and then one worker cited seeing hang N-word and also, quote, all monkeys work outside. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> it's just violently racist. And Tesla's denying it. I saw stuff about, like, their HR literally just trying to, like, shut people up about it. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, they're denying everything. They're just denying everything. It is 2022. I legitimately don't understand how people just, like, think that's okay. Like, that's, Uh like, high school bathroom shit. And even in high school bathrooms, it's still, like, just, like, not even funny. Like, it's not okay at all. Like, you see it and, like, you're taken back because you're, like. Yeah, you're, like, 2022. Yeah, like, why is there a swastika, like, Why is there a swastika carved into every fucking stall? But at least then, like, it's children. Yeah. Like, it's not an excuse. You have, like. The excuse of them literally being children. Right, there's some Their plausible literally not there. being. Yeah, yeah. It's an explanation, not an excuse. Here, we have fully grown adults working at a Tesla plant. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then NPR says that black workers have been raising concerns since 2012, since Tesla started, <laughs> about coworkers and supervisors constantly using the N-word and other racial slurs. And apparently, quote, some workers at Tesla with tattoos of the Confederate flag would make their tattoos visible to intimidate black workers. In California, too? It's like they intentionally went and found the worst people in California, in neoliberal (laughs) California, to work there. Yeah. The free market is just attracting workers, baby. (laughs) The free market, bro. It will really just root out all of this. This I can't wait for conservatives to explain to us how this is regulation causing this issue. (laughs) How socialism caused this. Yeah, but here's, I think, in my opinion, the worst part of all of this. Okay. Workers apparently were segregated into different areas of the factory with, like, the black areas or areas where the black workers were being called the slave ship or the plantation or other obscene things that I'm not going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Like that is absolute like I can't I can't even fathom how absurd that is. Didn't Elon Musk shut down that plant a year and a half ago? Because this is from the California plant, right? Yeah. Didn't he shut that down and move it to Texas? And he said it was because of taxes? I don't remember. I I know I know he like threatened to get rid of it and then he just moved to Texas and did another plant in Texas. Maybe it wasn't because of the taxes. Maybe, Maybe. he was just trying to duck this issue. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm talking out of my ass right here, but I don't know. Sounds yeah. plausible. I mean, there is like I don't know how many people are signing on to this lawsuit, but it is more than one person. And I know before yeah. uh I think a couple of years ago there was one worker who was rewarded like a million dollars from uh-huh. Tesla pursuing i think on uh racial harassment lines yeah. so i wouldn't be surprised if it's just an extension of the same problem yeah, yeah elon musk got a little bit of a problem with racism in his workplace i wonder why that is i wonder if his personality just attracts a certain kind of people i wonder if the people that are his fans are some of the most annoying fucking people on the planet yeah <laughs> yeah um continuing on though and it gets okay. it, it gets even more violent one wow. black worker quote one black worker heard these racial slurs as often as 50 to 100 times a day 50 to 100 times a day. Like, bro, you can't you can't even find 50 to 100 racial slurs a day like on uh, like subreddit, racing uh, no, like Nazi subreddit. No, literally. Like, literally. <laughs> oh my god. I know flabbergasted. 
Oh my god. The lawsuit also alleges that black workers were made to clean the factory floor on their hands and knees and were consistently assigned more demanding work than white workers in the factory. Like it just keeps getting worse. It just keeps getting worse. Dog, what the lawsuit asserts that black workers were routinely denied promotions and punished for infractions that yeah. other workers were not. It's literally like it's like I, I don't even know how to describe it. That's literally just wrong. Yeah. Like, yeah. God. Like, like, Tesla quite literally running the most racist workplace in America. It's literally horrible. Uh-huh. Like, like I would say, like, like oh, I don't even know. Can't I even can't make even jokes. find my words for this. Can't even make jokes yeah. about it. That's how flat. You know, we be making jokes about every single issue that pops up. <laughs> can't even find words to make jokes. Tesla's response, though. They said it was counterproductive, quote, at a time when manufacturing jobs are leaving California. They said due to the labor shortage, we have to be racist. (laughs) Guys, we have to be racist because of the labor shortage. No, guys, there's a labor shortage. That means our workers want them to literally be discriminated against. Guys, no, you don't understand. If they didn't like it, they would just go work somewhere else. They'd go work at another Tesla plant. Guys, that's how the market works. That's how the free market works. Bro literally said, if I can't be racist, I'm taking my toys and leaving. I need to be able to be racist or I'm not going to employ thousands of people. I'm going to go segregate in Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas. And they'll allow me to do it. Yeah. God damn. I love how Tesla can like market itself as being environmentally friendly and just profiting off of the backs of racist people Mm -hmm. and literally like victims of racism in the workplace. Just egregiously horribly racist people. No, yeah. Actually just fucking horrible people. And these are adults. Yeah. Like, I, I don't even hear kids my age act like this. Yeah. Like, granted, I don't hang around kids that act like that, but, like, Jesus Christ. Also, I already hear the argument. I already hear the argument. They could just get another job. They could just leave and get another Labor job. market, baby. It's a free market. Um, if you don't like it, First leave. of all, not the point. <laughs> you shouldn't be discriminated against regardless of where you work. You shouldn't have to leave the place you work. Second That's of maybe all, by your house because I, of racism. I'm pretty sure the people in this lawsuit literally did leave <laughs> and they're suing because they were racially, you know, harassed, yeah, segregated. Yeah. Literally illegal. Victims of racism. Um, and also, there's still going to be workers of color at Tesla. Like, uh-huh. yeah, an individual could leave. But some people are still going to be... Uh, at the will of these very racist practices and racist people. Exactly. And discrimination shouldn't happen. What about all the people that are maybe scared to speak out? What about all the people who fear they can't speak out because of retaliation? Because yet again, apparently that uh, workers of color at Tesla are being punished harder than literally anyone else Uh just for being of color. Uh What about them? What are people who are scared of losing their job, their economic security in a place like California where rent is absurdly expensive? Yep. Like, yeah. yeah. So ultimately, um, you don't get to discriminate against people, and I don't care. So yeah, like yeah, you don't get to just discriminate against people for wanting to have a job that pays them enough to survive in California. Yeah, and you don't just like get to be racist. Yeah, this is cancel culture. This is cancel culture coming <laughs> for the Tesla Fremont factory, and I'm not gonna stand for it. Dog. Yeah, bro, we're canceling racism. Oh no, <laughs> how bad of us to cancel racism? Oh, no, you can't make your black workers literally do menial labor that nobody else has to do. Oh, cancel culture. Oh, no, you can't make your black workers literally scrub the floors on their hands and knees while the white workers, like, have swastikas branded on their chests. Oh, no. You're telling me I can't scream 50 to 100 racial slurs at my black coworkers a day. What if I'm just singing along to a song, huh? What about the First Amendment? What if I'm just singing along to my favorite rap song, huh? God damn it. <laughs> if, if 
I can't say it, nobody should be able to exactly. say it. How come, how come one person can say it, but I can't? That's discrimination. Yeah. That's discrimination. White people face the most racism every day. Anyway. You know, he called me a cracker one time. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Anyway, moving on to another Elon Musk controversy, animal cruelty. Okay. Uh, so another one of Elon Musk's companies, Neuralink, has been, you know, toying around with mutilating monkeys, <laughs> to, put <laughs> to, it, put it lightly. to put it yeah. lightly. Uh, so Neuralink's been doing or has been funding research at UC Davis in California to experiment on monkeys by implanting neural interfaces into their brains, like a brain chip, basically. Because, like, keep in mind, he wants to do this to humans, like, eventually. Yes. He wants to put fucking, like, chips in your brain. And I can't remember what the purpose is for, but it's for something. You know what I you know what I saw what on you YouTube see? the other day? Oh no. Neuralink released a video where it said starting human trials. You're lying. So You're lying. That's bro. crazy. And people in the comments are just like, I'm so excited. Thank you. It's Lama. natural You're selection. So smart. Yeah. It's <laughs> natural selection at this point. I think I think the point of the research is to like cure um things like seizures and stuff. I know that's, like, a lot of what they were talking about. Yeah. yeah. But I know, like, I don't know. I remember watching a fucking Joe Rogan podcast with Elon Musk talk about Neuralink, like, two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Neuralink uh, has reportedly given over $1.4 million over the course of, like, a couple of years, 2017 to 2020. Uh-huh. Um, and the experiment recently has been revealed to have involved 23 monkeys in total. And by 2020, 15 of them had died. <laughs> um, and it was reported that just about every monkey that had brain implants had debilitating health effects and or started self-mutilating. Every single monkey reportedly experienced extreme suffering during trials, but the funding kept coming. He just like me for real. Yeah. <laughs> he just like me studying for all these exams. <laughs> yeah, studying, <laughs> except he's literally killing living beings in the God process. God damn, bro. No, the monkey's just like me for real. Yeah. Just no, suffering. Facts, suffering. Facts. Extreme suffering. Um, Musk, obviously, like, he, he wants to create, like, a... Like a cool guy sci-fi technology, you know? Yeah, no. Because, like, brain chip sounds really cool, like cyberpunk kind of stuff. We're going to stream music right to your brain, but also ads that you literally can't skip. Yeah, he, like he he wants to fund this like really cool technological research, but then just brutalizes animals. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like it's, it's like he read a sci-fi novel and was like, "I'm gonna do this," but missed the point. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I don't know how many times we have to reiterate this, but billionaires don't have your best interests at heart. You know, they no. they are not thinking about you. Not at all. They don't care. They just want to profit and feel cool. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Like that's literally all they want. And like like <laughs> especially when it comes to human trials, you know? Do you remember how we talked about like months ago? Um, Tesla can just turn off their vehicles whenever they want. Yes. Imagine yes. you have a Tesla brain chip or Neuralink brain chip. <laughs> and bro can just like turn off your neurological You're functioning going to whenever sleep he right wants. Now. <laughs> right. Like this is this is 1984 George Orwin. Like, God damn. God damn. Like all of our fears of Elon Musk becoming God King of America is just going to come true. It doesn't even like sound like a fun idea. Like no. the whole Neuralink thing. No. Like it doesn't. I just. Oh my goodness, bro. So you may be asking, that's a lot of controversy. You know, yeah. racism, recalls, uh, monkey experimentation, animal abuse, yeah. lots of bad stuff. Uh-huh. Um, how is Elon Musk handling this? How do you, how do you, what do you, take a guess. Pause the episode, take a guess. He donated $6 billion worth of Tesla <laughs> shares to, quote, ending world hunger. Wow. And but I was looking into this because I wanted to find out where this money was going, what it was going to be used mm-hmm. for. Because do you remember uh, a couple months ago when the UN was like, we could literally end world hunger with $6 billion, but billionaires don't want to give us any money. That and he said, show me the receipts. Yeah. Uh, Elon Musk replied and he's like, well, show me how exactly you would do it and I'll do it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, but it's unclear where this money's actually going. 
but this is by far his biggest donation ever. <laughs> it's going. It's going to Elon Musk's new company. <laughs> it's going to the new nonprofit that Elon Musk started. But get this. Get this. So this $6 billion was like, what, 2% of his net worth or something 2. like that? 2.5% of his net worth. All of his donations together, besides this one, add up to 0.001% of his total net worth. I could go donate like $5 right now and I'd be yeah, fine too. Like, exactly. Does that make me just like Elon Am Musk? Am I going to be lauded like Elon Musk was? Yeah. Guys, Am I just like, like him? Like, yeah, it's a lot of money, but he's doing it for a PR play. Uh-huh. It's uh-huh. it's not a significant amount of his income. And I don't I don't really know how like big philanthropy works and how they get tax breaks and stuff, but the stories I was reading, apparently this money is moving through one of those accounts that just gets massive tax breaks. Oh, yeah. So, and he'll get to write off yeah. all of the money on his next tax bill. So it's not after, even really a good thing. After he brags about paying the biggest tax bill in history ever, and that's why we shouldn't tag tax billionaires anymore because yeah. it hurts their feelings. It hurts their feelings. And like how would – World of Hunger is not going to end if if Elon Musk can't hide his taxes in big philanthropy accounts, you know? Yeah. <laughs> if he can just if he can't just if if I can't literally evade taxes and not pay into the collective pool of resources mm-hmm. to give people health care, then how is World Hunger ever going to end? Exactly, guys. If I can't keep like furthering, you know, global capitalism and the material conditions that cause world hunger and sometimes donate 2% of my income to a charity <laughs> that's already probably kind of shitty because most charities are pretty shitty and don't get many things done, uh-huh. then how am I supposed to feel good about myself for causing literal immense suffering in monkeys? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And just black people and, in my workplace. And allowing racism to just continue. Uh-huh. And killing people on the highway, of course. Oh, <laughs> can't forget. And your car is fucking blowing yeah. up. So he's definitely just donating this money to one dodge taxes and two he wants to avoid bad press because you know mm-hmm. he's racist or his workplaces are <laughs> racist he's probably racist and he also killed monkeys yeah um so maybe it'll work you know on the cucks it'll work I know that <laughs> yeah on all the all the all but the people with the hexagon profile think, picture on Twitter <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I think the the big overarching theme here and I kind of mentioned this earlier but I love how billionaires can just mistake after mistake after mistake still get subsidized by the government oh, still yeah. have enough money to make more mistakes and be absolutely fine but if your average worker like gets a disease they're just done <laughs> fucked done like, for it's either like, bankruptcy or death yeah no like that's it <laughs> but it's like but in the in the cultural zeitgeist it's always like well the worker just needs to work harder make better decisions like mm-hmm. you, poor is a decision yeah. you need to just work your way out of it make better choices invest your money that kind of thing but billionaires can just quite literally ruin everything ruin for everything other people and then throw money at an issue and everyone is like oh he donated x dollar amount he must be a fucking saint yeah exactly it's like it's almost like how in the in the old days of the catholic church i can't remember what it was called but you could literally buy forgiveness yeah like yeah. it's it's kind of like that but with a modern capitalist twist to it the catholic church being mm-hmm. like i don't know the cultural zeitgeist elon musk donating to a shitty charity to solve world hunger which it isn't gonna fucking do yeah because it's a like issue with global capital and he's buying forgiveness from the public Bro, we're about to be Martin Luther with our, like, what, Bro. 95 reasons that the church sucks? PR firms are the new Catholic church. That's my hot take. <laughs> no. that's, that's my hot take. That's some good cultural analysis. What can I say? Some good dialectical materialism Just right there. off the dome, fresh off the dome. Right I love here. it. Because, like, if you if you compared what happens now to, like, you know, hundreds of years ago when monarchies were still around and that kind yeah. of thing, these people would literally just be defending the king. They have like, more money. Nothing's wrong with the king. <laughs> they have like, more money than kings. Like, how are we supposed to do our work? Like, you're just lazy. You, you could be a king if you just worked harder. <laughs> 
Yeah, but... like he worked for his position. Mm-hmm. Like you don't you think he was just born into it? He's just given wealth from somebody else. Yeah, come on. He, he may have had the mandate of heaven, which is something we legitimately believe in. <laughs> yeah, but he deserves it, guy. Come on. No, the the, the mandate of heaven is the same thing today. Yeah, like... the modern day mandate of heaven is the apartheid emerald mines in <laughs> oh, South Africa. Exactly. So. Yeah, bro, that's the mandate of heaven. You're just born into benefiting from apartheid uh-huh, uh-huh. South Africa emerald mines. Yeah, honestly, honestly, you know, with, with that in mind, uh, the segregation within, like, Tesla factories isn't too surprising coming from a white guy from South Africa. True. Just putting that out there. He's just trying to make it feel more like home. <laughs> you know? He's trying to remind himself of what home felt like. Yeah, no, in apartheid South Africa. Jesus fucking, what a piece of shit! <laughs> like, I hate that guy. What if you're an actual piece of shit. If you're an Elon Musk stand listening right now, I don't know why you'd be listening to this yeah, far in. Yeah, but if you're just like hate listening or something, rethink your life. Like, shout out, shout out to the person who I think left a review talking about how we're not scared to like shit on Elon Musk and yeah. tech bros, and that's why they appreciate us. This one's for you. <laughs> One day when we're like forced against our will to get the brain chip. Um, <laughs> they, we're just gonna be like recording the pod, chip. and then we're just gonna like shut off. <laughs> Elon Musk gonna have enough of us. <laughs> I'm gonna say just one like a string of words like Elon Musk race. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now you're just gonna be done. I'm just sleep. And then the Canadian government's gonna shut off our bank accounts. Oh, it's, gonna no. it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be bad news. Economic terrorism. The Ottawa police are gonna come black bag us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can't wait for that. Anyways, I think that sums it up on Elon Musk. You should not support Elon Musk. Don't support any billionaire. They don't care about you. Exactly. And now we get to move on to the Neo Wild West or more aptly, the Neo Wild South or Tennessee, Tennessee, (laughs) Tennessee, Tennessee. (laughs) So anyway, Tennessee just decided they've seen all the crazy shit that like Florida and Texas and Mississippi have been getting into Mm -hmm. like legally recently with all the bills they've been passing their Supreme Court challenges. I love just getting inspired by your homies, you know, exactly. bro. just getting gassed up by your by your fellow southern states and uh, state representative Christopher Hurt and Joey Hensley decided to introduce bills that would quite literally deputize any citizen with an enhanced handgun carry permit and oh. allow them to act as like police. Oh no. What are you thinking? <laughs> Bro, come on. What are you literally thinking, dog? Have you never seen like the good, the bad, and the ugly? Or no, they saw that and they're like, yeah, that's how justice should work. Have you ever used your brain? <laughs> <laughs> like just thought for half a second that maybe everyone being able to like arrest somebody else is a bad idea now <laughs> we've talked about this when the kyle rittenhouse stuff was popping off but everyone's gonna think they're a good guy with a gun now that's what that's another point that i was getting into it uh-huh. seems like a reaction to like the kyle rittenhouse case not like the verdict um just the general like idea uh-huh. behind it and also the verdict behind the ahmed arbery case yeah considering that the two people that killed ahmed arbery just got sentenced rightfully so because they're pieces of shit who went out and killed the guy because they surprise surprise suspected keyword suspected that he was committing a crime Uh uh-huh with within the language of this law it allows any citizen with an enhanced handgun carry permit to apprehend somebody Mm. who they suspect is committing a crime (laughs) you know we've been criticizing for some time the left in general has been criticizing the lack of training that police officers have and so the right answer to that was like, well, what if we just have people go in and have absolutely no training doing anything? It's probably a fucking idiot. Oh, and what if oh, we yeah. have them carry out the law? Oh, instead n- of the police? No, literally, because you want to know how hard it is to get an enhanced handgun carry permit in Tennessee. Um, probably not hard. It costs you one hundred dollars, one zero zero. 
Oh, so if you're poor, you just can't do it. <laughs> yeah, one, if you're poor, then you can't be a cop. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it costs you $100, and you have to attend an eight-hour handgun safety class. Eight hour. Wow. Yeah, it's big. And then you can just a be lot. a cop. Yeah, you can just wow. walk around literally like a fucking deputy. Yeah. Just bam. And that's what's going to happen. Quick on the draw. Exactly. You know what I mean? Oh, they can have like standoffs, you know? Oh, or shit. Duels. They're in duels. fucking TJ Maxx. Yeah. He sees, hey, I think you just put that in your, let me see your receipt. Yeah. Sitting there like twiddling his fucking fingers around <laughs> his holster. <laughs> I'm so sick of this. I'm so sick of this. Can we you just like mean? force all Southern states to secede? No facts. Like, like you're it, thinking backwards, dog. You it, really just want it, the wild, wild west. It's literally, quite literally, a regression. Uh-huh. Even the fucking police union yeah. came out and said, "Guys, this is a very bad idea." Yeah, it's gonna kill police officers. <laughs> exactly. See, that's what I was getting at because I was like, okay, you know, us over here, leftists, on our ACAP shit. What happens when I say I have an enhanced handgun carry permit, suspect a police officer of committing a crime? Mm-hmm. How do you reconcile that? Mm-hmm. How do you reconcile that? And this is from the back of the blue crowd, yeah. by the way. Because, I mean, literally their thoughts are, I'm sure, no, leftists can't do this. <laughs> leftists can't do this. That would be very illegal. But if a Republican wants to shoot a person of color, per se, yeah, then they were committing a crime. Or what if, what if I decide, like, you know, somebody, if I'm living in Tennessee and I have a handgun permit, an enhanced handgun permit, and I decide that, you know, my local billionaire is mm-hmm. committing a crime by stealing from all of his workers. Exactly. He, he's stealing the surplus value generated by those workers. Can I just storm in? Not even like – because, Jeremy, my, my friend, that's in very abstract terms. Could I go over to the uh, – who are the fucking people that own Walmart? Uh, the Waltons. The Waltons. The could, I, could I go to the Walton and say this idea gets adopted nationally? Yeah. And just fucking, you know – get into a quick standoff with them because right. of the literal wage theft that they've committed. Right. If if some the horrible if, conditions all their workers, all millions of workers have been subjected to, yeah. can I be in, like defending the people? If I go if I go work at a Starbucks in Tennessee mm-hmm. and they uh say they make me clock out on my break, mm-hmm. do, do I get to just and I already I already hear the retort. Right, right wingers are going to say, well, they're you know private property is protected. They're not committing a crime. Wage theft is a crime. Wage my theft is very illegal. In fact, wage theft is illegal. Theft and is if I illegal. decide that the state isn't you know protecting my rights as a worker enough, am I allowed to just go stand off? You know, have yeah. a duel with my employer? <laughs> Do I allow to tell him to meet me at the town square? Exactly at noon at yeah. high noon. <laughs> exactly like. It's in Tennessee. The tumbleweeds going yeah. through everywhere. Maybe you, in Nashville. You know, you may say that's a slippery slope argument. It's literally not. It's just right <laughs> downstream. Like, it's it's it is a one to one comparison just of what step over. Honestly, it's it, like it's what's going to happen. Like, police officers have already said this is a bad idea because it's going to make their job uh-huh. harder. Uh-huh. Like, come on now, a little bit of critical thinking, please. Which is like a funny thing because even just to expand on that idea, a lot of police unions, specifically in Texas, because I know uh, a couple months ago Texas, I think, just tried to expand like gun laws so that civilians can have more fucking guns in public and everything (laughs) police unions are generally against like all of that Uh because it makes their job harder which is like yeah it's kind of hard to reconcile those two things together you know what i mean right i mean we talked about this when we talked about the amir lock case um was it last week two weeks ago whenever that was i think it was two weeks ago like a, a country where there is a very relaxed regulation of guns and a tight police force cannot mm-hmm. coexist. No, yeah. Because the 
police force is always going to try to control how you know people are using their weapons then people using their weapons uh-huh. are going to oppose the police force. like it's it does not work you yeah. can't have those two yeah. things and tennessee's decided well we're not a law of lands anymore or we're not a land of laws anymore oh. and we are a nation of quite literally the wild wild west <laughs> yeah yeah you there better not be any defund the police accusations coming to tennessee because according to the tennessee department of safety and homeland security there are now going to be 686,000 more cops because that's how many people have enhanced handgun carry permits oh my god that's like the whole state <laughs> it's not like the entire state like- <laughs> they, they say the nypd is the seventh largest police force in the world the seventh largest military in the world are they actually adding that many more cops no that's the amount of people with enhanced okay. carry permits okay, so the, the new deputies if you will oh so yeah, <laughs> yeah technically so yeah. they are adding new cops kind of not on the payroll kinda. wait that's wage theft <laughs> <laughs> yo hold on a minute <laughs> Oh my god, that's Isn't so bad. Isn't that just fucking insane? Uh-huh. Isn't that just uh-huh. absolutely just dystopian? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's not good. Mm-mm. No more laws here. Mm-mm-mm. We're not a land of laws anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Conservatives have been popping off. <laughs> They're just going buck wild. They're going buck wild. Like, to be fair, there's absolutely no shot that this bill passes. I'm pretty sure even conservatives within the Tennessee State Assembly are opposing it because, like... Yeah, it, it, the bar is on the ground. Yeah, the bar is in hell. In honestly, in, in wanting to be hard on crime, they're just going to produce more crime, and exactly. more gun deaths. Exactly. The, the the bill only has one one lead sponsor in the House and one in the Senate, and they're mm-hmm. the two guys that I named earlier. Yeah, and it's like everybody else is like, "Yo, dog, you gotta pump the brakes a Chill. little bit. You Chill. gotta pump." But this is another reason why it's important to pay attention to your state House and uh-huh. Senate. Uh-huh. Because they are fucking wildin'. Yeah. And this is another point I just want to bring up generally, like, since it's midterm year. I understand people's sentiment that voting in the presidency isn't going to really do anything. And voting in, like, the federal state, uh, federal house and senate isn't really going to do a lot for, like, your material conditions. But a lot of the really bad shit that goes on happens down ballot. True. It happens in your like local city council. It happens in your state houses. It happens in all these different things. So it's kind of a little bit important to maybe pay attention to all that, you know? Yeah, all of the very unattractive, not sexy races that you can, you know, get really excited for, yeah. like presidential center races and stuff. Like, I mean, if if you didn't pay, if you're a, te- or a Tennessee voter and you didn't pay attention to your house. Mm-hmm. And suddenly, you know, you're just the wild, wild west. <laughs> and you're just like, you know, a black family in Texas and someone can break into your house and say that, you know, you're a criminal simply for being a black person. Yeah. And they're, they're a good guy with a gun. Um, that's not a that's not a very good thing. Suddenly you're at the grocery store and you accidentally forget to scan an item at self-checkout. <laughs> <Just get> fucking <laughs> don't. You got somebody waiting in the front door. Let me see your receipt. Yeah. Let me see your receipt right now. Yeah. And that is because... Quite literally, in in our society, if you don't have some kind of central agency policing laws, it's just going to be chaos. And the police are already horribly, like, deregulated. Like, what's next? Qualified immunity for everybody? Right. No, wait. We literally need more regulations to ensure people don't die to gun violence. We we already need to get rid of qualified immunity. We already need to low-key sue individual cops individually instead of taking that from state funds. (laughs) They literally, conservatives literally said, oh, you have a problem with police killing citizens? Well, what if we just... Let other citizens kill the citizens. <laughs> They've expanded self-defense laws so far that it's not self-defense. It's just aggression. It's just, yeah. 
<laughs> it's just vigilantism. Like, I don't know how else to describe it other than it's just the wild, wild west. Uh-huh. Like, there's uh-huh. no laws. You the neo-wild west, baby. That's yeah. what it is. That's what it is. Nobody's going to stop you from just, like, breaking into your neighbor's house and literally murdering them. Facts. Yeah. Facts. And while that's, like, pretty unrealistic, like, that's that's not going to happen. And that's why it's so fun to joke about. Right, right, and right. it's so fun to get on here and talk about because absurd it's never gonna fucking happen maybe it was just a culture war kind of thing because maybe likely. he knew maybe the two uh sponsors knew that it wasn't gonna pass and they could just run on it in the elections and be like look what we tried to do look at come on we're trying to do all this cool gun stuff we tried then... to plunge the the whole state into chaos <laughs> <laughs> we tried to make it so anywhere you go you're not safe it's just the purge all the time the kill anyone you want all the one issue voters with yeah, that one yeah exactly. it's definitely political posturing let's talk about something that's a little bit more real and that actually is happening in florida right now uh-huh, specifically uh-huh. in i know i'm gonna butcher this county name y'all know i'm illiterate valissa county valissa valissa valissa, county, valissa like shout out our florida listeners all i know we have a know, couple all you, look we've talked about florida a lot all you need to know is that this is taking place in florida and that should inform your thinking <laughs> You should this know what's about to happen. Is, this is a county in Florida. This is local politics. Y'all should know how hyper-reactionary local politics right. you think is. Ron DeSantis is bad. Wait till you get to local politics in Florida. Wait till you get to this it's, guy, Mark Flowers. Because uh-huh, uh-huh. he fucking sucks. And it, if you recognize that name, it should ring some bells in case I absolutely butchered the county name. We got you know? some Florida listeners, so perhaps you know. We do. We do. So shout out, y'all. I hope you don't have to go to jail anytime soon. Yeah, because if you do, you're kind of five dollars a day to stay in jail. Uh-huh. Fucking insane, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh, like uh-huh. just the concept of that is just fucking insane. You know what I mean? And specifically, like the money that we, okay, back up. I realize a little incoherent. Back up, back up, back up. Now inmates in this county jail are gonna have to pay five dollars a day for their stay. Uh-huh. This includes people who are awaiting trial. Oh, my God. It's not just, like, convicted inmates in the county jail. You haven't even been charged and you have to pay? You haven't even been charged. You are waiting on trial. Some people wait years in jail to go to trial only to be found not guilty. Oh, my God. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. This is on top of a $30 booking fee that they have every time you go into jail. This is a hotel? (laughs) (laughs) Wait. You're being – wait. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All the conservatives and, like, the free market Andes that always talk about the free market, you can't force me to pay for something. You can't take my money away. Yeah. They're okay with forcing inmates to pay for their stay in jail? Well, they've committed a crime. Therefore, they've foregone all their rights. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, you're no longer a human being when you've, you know, smoked marijuana in Florida. Exactly. You you aren't. You aren't. That's why you have to pay $5 a day to stay in jail now because it's too Uh expensive to house you. If you tried to steal from, like, a couple of things from Walmart so you could resell them or put food on the table – you know, you're yeah. uh, inhuman. You're not yeah. real. And if you're wondering, like, where's this money coming from? They're in fucking jail. They don't have a job. It's being withdrawn from, like, their cash funds that their family gives them. Like, the money that they would use for the commissary. And there's some interesting fucking comments that Mark Flowers had to say about that kind of money coming through. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Okay. okay. So. I'll get to that in a second, but this provision passed almost unanimously in the county council with with the only dissenter not saying that there shouldn't be a fee at all, saying that the fee should just be 150. Oh, yeah. It should just be lowered to 150 instead of $5, but there should still definitely be a fee. Compromise. Compromise. And I just want to say, there is something uniquely dystopian about forcing people to pay money to be in jail when most of the people that are in jail got there because of their lack of money that they had Mm -hmm. outside in, like, the real world. 
Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. You are just further plunging them into debt. And another provision that's within this law is to say, oh, but if you're working during your stay in jail, you won't be subjected to this. So they have effectively said either you must subjugate yourself to modern day slavery or you have to plunge yourself further into debt in the outside world, most likely upping the reattribution rate. Wait, no, that's literally slavery. Yeah. Yeah. Like th- that, that's quite literally slavery, like saying you're going to be in debt and you're going to work off your debts by being a slave for us. Yeah. That's like well, the opposite of wage. We're taking money so that you can work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. come on. No, it, isn't that fucking wild? Yes. Isn't that absolutely yeah, oh fucking God. dystopian? That's actually just slavery. Right. Right. And so. But conservatives love a small state. So Mark Flowers, the director for the uh, county corrections department, this is what he had to say about that one dissenting opinion that, remember, didn't say there shouldn't be one. It should just be a little bit lower. He said, and I quote, there are a few inmates that are indignant, but they don't hesitate to get their honey bun funds from their mamas and grandmas and their five and six girlfriends. What does he care? Why does that matter, dog? No, literally, like, I just feel like there's something, like, insanely bigoted about that statement. I can't quite put my finger on it, but there is something just fucking horrible about Uh that statement. Their mamas, their grandmas, and their five or six girlfriends for their honey bun funds. Dog. Jail food is shit. Yes. I would be I'd be fucking begging for honey buns too if yeah. I was in jail. Sorry for wanting to enjoy one kind of good thing while I'm imprisoned for smoking marijuana Literally in, in Florida. You know, a country with one of the worst just prison systems in yeah. the world. Uh-huh. You know, in the developed world. It's it's so telling that they just their analysis or lack thereof of this situation just goes as deep as like, well, they're getting money from other people so they can pay us. Exactly. Like why exactly. why do you think why why do you think it is? That people are going to jail to begin with. Mm-hmm. Why do you think it is that instead of like being able to feel like they can get a job and like succeed in our economy, they turn to things like stealing yeah. or they don't even steal. Like they work regular jobs and just like do drugs because it's their only escape from reality. Exactly. Like why do you think people do this kinds of stuff? They, they just can't comprehend mm-hmm. that there maybe is some socioeconomic factors that push people into committing crimes or not even really committing crimes, just like doing things that Florida doesn't like. They said it, it's just it's fucking ridiculous. It's absolutely insane, dude. But like, keep in mind that quote that I just said uh-huh. about some people being indignant, but still getting their honey bun funds. Yeah, because there's a provision written into the Florida state law that allows for this kind of stuff to happen that. If you are going to charge, you have to take the inmate's financial circumstance into account. Okay. That's absolute fucking cap considering quotes <laughs> like this. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. You know what I – like how? How? If he's saying – another thing is I feel like this is just another way for uh, correctional officers and prison administrators to fucking just torture their inmates, the inmates yeah. that they don't like. Yeah. What's stopping them from being like, oh, you mouthed off to me? That's it. Five dollars. But you've been here for 10 days, $50. Yeah, life is already hard enough, big dog. Yeah. For people that are in prison, why would you want to make it harder? Like, this is how you know that to them, prison is not about actually, like, it's not even about punishing people for their crimes. It's just about feeling powerful. Yeah. Like, conservatives talk all the time about how they love a small state and they hate authoritarianism and they hate big government. But then they do stuff like this yeah. where the state is quite literally punishing people for, like, committing a crime and treating them as if they're not humans. What is this correcting? Yeah, what is what is it correcting? What what is this correcting at all? What, what about this isn't purely punitive? It is just sinking people further into poverty and ensuring that they will inevitably commit another crime and end up uh-huh. in the same circumstances. Uh-huh. Like you are not bettering your community in any way. You're just making yourself feel powerful by punishing people that were forced into circumstances where, like, yeah, of course they're going to commit a crime. Mm-hmm. And like important to note again to reiterate, this is jail. 
This yeah. is the county jail, not the county prison. So these are people who are quite literally there for things like petty theft. Yeah. Like yeah. fucking wild, right? Yeah. Go steal a loaf of bread because you don't have $5. Oh, you get out of jail a year later? I don't know the math. $1,000, bro. Right. You're just in debt now. Uh-huh. Or you're just insane. sitting in jail awaiting trial for something very simple like yeah. stealing bread. Yeah. And suddenly you don't have any money. Yeah, suddenly your entire bank account is just fucking stupid because the one CO that didn't like you decided, actually, you can pay this. Uh-huh. Actually, your financial circumstance is okay uh-huh. because I've deemed it so. You got to love just the authoritarian state. Got to love just perpetuating the same cycle that got these people there in the first place. Uh-huh. Just not doing anything to correct that, you know? Conservatives don't want to solve any problems. They just want to hurt people. Oh, yeah. They just want to hurt people. Oh, That's yeah. It. And, you know, you know another thing oh, that's, no. like, going on with this that this uh, county council approved. Uh-huh. They approved that, okay, instead of $5 a day, if an inmate won a lawsuit while they were in jail or, like, no, not won a lawsuit in jail. If they, like, filed a lawsuit while they were in jail and won it either while they're in or got out, they can charge them $50 a day. Wait, what? They can charge the inmates more? Uh-huh. Because they because won they... a lawsuit or oh they filed a lawsuit. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh Isn't my that God. literally fucking crazy? Oh, my God. They Did... said, oh, you got more money because you just happened to win a lawsuit in our broken criminal justice system? Well, now you get to give us even more money. Well, it's not even that. Because to justify it, Mark Flowers said, the county is subjected to a dozen lawsuits filed by current and former inmates. So what he's doing is oh he is my God. he is literally trying to shut people up about, you know, any fucking thing that the county has ever done wrong to them. Prison conditions. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's just trying to shut people up by just, you know, actively curbing their civil liberties. Yeah. Their constitutional rights. Yeah. The rights of the accused just don't matter anymore, apparently. And Wild. I love to see this. I love to see this like a week after Marjorie Taylor Greene was literally calling the D.C. jail the uh-huh. gulag. You're being punished for winning a lawsuit against the county. Uh-huh. You you have successfully proven in the court of law that Republicans supposedly believe in that the county has wronged you substantively. Uh-huh. And you uh, have been given financial compensation for that. The jail can say, mm, mm, Well, the only jails no. that can be bad are the ones that are uh, imprisoning the, the faithful protesters on January yeah, 6th. Yeah, the only jails that can be bad are the ones that are, are – um, Treating the subjecting the people, the good God fearing Americans who exactly. get up every morning and hand over heart, say the national anthem mm-hmm. every single day. Yeah. Every single yeah. gosh darn day. You can't trust these criminals that are just trying to make ends meet and make yeah. it so, you know, their children can eat at the end of the day. You can't trust these criminals who went and stole baby clothes. Yeah. You can't for their five or six girlfriends. Poverty's not a cycle, it's a choice. <laughs> and that if you're choosing to be in poverty, mindset. it's a mindset, according to our favorite Margaret Thatcher, favorite uh-huh. prime minister uh-huh. out of the UK. And if you are, you know, committing crime, then you just owe the state all of your money. That's right, baby. Even because they're housing you. The small, yeah, the small <laughs> amount of money that you worked for now just goes to the state. Yeah, because they, they said it was for like to recoup costs for housing, laundry, and food. And you know what they said in that article that I thought was just so fucking telling? Hmm. They dropped how much they spend a day on food for each person. How much? One fifty, bro. Come on, one fifty. Come on, one fifty. Oh my, that's maybe it. that's where that one fifty number came from. We should only charge them one fifty. <laughs> Jesus Christ, bro. Oh my God, maybe maybe if we didn't focus so much on putting people in prison and maybe focused on rehabilitating them and putting them back out into the world, we wouldn't have to have prisons that are so big and charge people yeah, five dollars a day. Maybe these people wouldn't be drains on the system 
if we didn't treat them like they were drains on the system, and also if we corrected the cycles of violence and poverty that got them there in the first place. Radical thought. I wonder if Mark Flowers like owns this prison or this jail, you know? It's a like private jail, jail. So I don't I don't think jails are privatized, right? I'm pretty I sure like prisons. everything in this fucking country is privatized. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I absolutely would not I'm be I'm not surprised. sure how the whole prison industrial complex works, but I know that people profit like private billionaires billionaires yeah. profit off of prisons all well, the time I mean, so i wouldn't be surprised if it was jail i'm too. sure he's invested in whatever companies allow those oh jail, my God, yeah. those jail people to work there because that's legal that's very the free legal. market that's, that's the free right. market working as intended bro gotta love that i love the world we live in so if you're in florida specifically this county don't go to jail please don't, please just don't commit crimes and not for like normal reasons but because if you go to jail you'll yeah. just be bankrupted exactly you know what maybe there is ethical consumption please don't steal from target or walmart <laughs> yeah exactly uh anyway i think that wraps up our episode i hope you you took the putrid news okay because exactly. that was a lot of putrid news it was a, there's we'll find some good news for you guys week. next week some some goofier news some silly goofy yeah news. we promise but like you know how our promises are so we do just be lying with that we do just be lying like Elon Musk could just be lying about oh, stuff. Oh, facts. Exactly. Facts. Um, so with that, we got to we gotta give a special thanks before we end out the episode. You know, our financial backers, the people who invest in us. Exactly. Yeah. Privatized head in the office. We got to give a special thanks to Cricket Scrapbook Layouts, Nikki Nine Lives, Caden Crown, Terrence Nicholson, Chris the Postman, Christy Beck, Thalia Katz, 40% Spite, Omar Zuno, Mike Chaplinski, Mattias T, John G, and my mom. Thank you for supporting the show on Patreon. Wonderful. One day it's going to be head in the office incorporated. We're going to oh, become facts. a corporation. We're small business owners. We're going to have 500 employees. Exactly. Um, I'm going to make them clock out on all their breaks. And then after they clock out at the end of their shift, I'm going to be like, hey, can you like go like clean this up real quick? Yeah, can you work for a couple more hours? Yeah, but don't clock back in. It'll be really quick. And then it won't be. And then we're also going to like donate to some random charity that doesn't actually give their money where they say that they're giving it. They'd be like, but we're, you know, really nice well, people. Well, actually, we're not even going to do that. I'm going to start my own 501c3 oh, naturally. Uh, somewhere else. And donate and, to it. Yeah, and we're going to donate to that. And then I'm just going to let the money sit in the bank account. And then we're going to start a super PAC so we can lobby for tax cuts on podcasts. And oh, we're going to yeah. lobby for. And also the insanely wealthy. Yeah, and lobby for <laughs> greater subsidies when it comes to buying uh, podcasting equipment from the government. Yes. Uh, and then we're going to say, I love the free market so much. And then we're going to stop subsidizing food production. We're going to lobby for that, too. Yeah, and then we're going to say, when you go to jail, you actually have to create podcasting equipment. You can get paid, like, 30 cents an hour to make podcasting equipment, but you're also charged $5 a day. You actually that. have to build us a new studio every week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so... If you want to, like, reduce your jail time, you have to build us a podcast studio every single a week but um each studio you build is only like half a day off your sentence but but to avoid all that you could just subscribe to the patreon exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know what i'm saying if it's, you want to be uh, if you want to be work. free from the pressures of the law you got to become a patron and you'll get a shout out at the end of the episode. <laughs> come, on, come on it's a win-win right here so, yeah you get to you get to dodge the law the future law once we get there so true uh, and you'll be able to get a shout out so but like, trust me you won't be able to dodge the law if i catch you committing a crime because i'm quick on the draw exactly <laughs> I'm quick on the draw quick on the draw <laughs> thanks for listening everyone have a good week <laughs>